The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. Do you hear that, Ern? The Leaky Cauldron. Just go! You're wasting time! Welcome to Pottercast, your number one source for news, theories, discussion and interviews with people from the Potter books and films. I know a small amount myself having written the books. My name is Jakey Rowling. I am now happy to introduce your hosts, Melissa, John and Brack. Welcome, everybody, to a long-awaited Pottercast. Long awaited. We're back. How long has it been this time, gang? 13 and a half weeks? Probably <laughs> times two. I don't even know. We just yeah. tried this not that long ago, and the darn recording didn't record. Melissa's so. recording didn't record. So we terrible. are Pottercast 245.5. Yeah, I'm going to do my best to recycle all those old jokes for you, so you will get to enjoy them anyway. Yes. Like I've been Maybe. doing for two years now. Maybe we should release a secret podcast of just two halves of the conversation Ooh. if someone wants to listen to a broken conversation. You could just guess what she's saying. That would be fun, right? Yes, it'd be so much fun. Ah, probably not. Probably no. not. Well, what are we doing today, you guys? So much new fun stuff, actually. Yeah? So, yeah. so much well, new fun stuff? We're doing two... It's, this, this podcast comes to you in two parts, right? Ooh, yes, I, yes. I think it does. We're doing basic talk on... Um, Joe's new book because that is the news. Let's be honest. That's I've what's happening. It. You've read it. We've all read it. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we got our early podcast screener copies. Character by character of Joe's new book. Sentence by sentence. Yeah, and character. actually, our, our kids will end up finishing it for us after we die because it's going to take <laughs> us about eighty years to finish it. <laughs> Guys, carry on the legacy. J.K. Rowling wrote an entire book in the time it took us to even not finish hey. talking about Deathly Hollows. Rowling is awesome. Suck. She's a wizard. <laughs> like she gets paid the big bucks. Anyway, um, so we're so sorry that we've been gone for so long, but we're back. At, we're back in the swing of it now. So once we talk about our Potter for the most part of the show, we're also going to try something new, guys. Correct? We're, yeah, we're going to give yes, you a little, are. a little extra, a little second half of the show. We're going to talk about a couple other fandoms that are tickling our fancy at the present and might be yeah. tickling yours. Yeah, today we will be discussing the Hunger Games. Oh, is that all we're discussing? I mean, that's plenty, don't you think? I mean, it's probably more than we're enough, considering that the movie's about to be released here in a couple of days. We, as of this we statement. could talk about the legend of Korra. We should which probably mention. I want to. I want to mention at least two with the little with the little with the little armor on them. No, the new waterbender. <laughs> Just that kidding d- with you. Every time you mention something I don't know, I'm just going to call it the owl movie with the little... The <laughs> little that movie Frankie's been working on for four years. When is the legend of, the legend, baby, the legend of Korra coming out? April 14th. What? And I, no. Yeah. And guess who got to see the first episode already? You jerk. You are yeah. a jerk. I sneaked it. You well, I guess punk. we can't talk about it here on podcast then. No, I want to have can't. an episode Boo. where we ask Frankie questions. I know. Well, I we haven't can't, had well, one of those before, have we? Well, one week we should do Avatar at Last Airbender. Not Avatar oh. the Blue People. I've got no patience for that. Oh, <laughs> oh but no, we've, are, we've been flamed by their Neither fans before. Frankie. How dare you? Frankie. It's dare a rich you. fandom filled with lore and canon beyond anything that's ever been made before. Yeah, and that mockery tone isn't <laughs> inciting yeah, them at all. We have a right to say things like that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and then like we yeah, we can't really criticize too much. I, I no, just didn't just enjoy the at, film. I'm laughing at Frankie blown a raspberry over there. Right. <laughs> Very funny. I didn't okay. even not enjoy it. I enjoyed it fine. And then I went home and didn't think about it. And, you know? How about we talk <sighs> about the Harry yeah, Potter? Yeah, let's talk about other I things. Guess. We could all get on a tangent and get all upset. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Some things so never just talking changed. about the fandoms we like here on Pottercast. Yes, stick with Potter us. Cast. We can talk about other things. Potter I'll just Cast. criticize it. Talking about more than Harry Potter since 2012. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So, so, so Harry can we? Potter. That's kind of that'll be a cute little tagline if we, if this kind of picks up off the ground and people enjoy us talking about other things. Pottercast more than Harry. <sighs> yeah. Talking about more than Harry Potter since 2012. We gotta. Well, okay, we'll cross that bridge when we cross exactly. that bridge. Okay, what are we talking? We're going to talk about the book. The new book. 
The new book. That's what it's called. The new book. The new <laughs> book by J.K. Rowling. The new book well, by J.K. Rowling. Last time, if memory serves me, we were discussing, like, John made some predictions. Mm-hmm. John, would you like to reiterate those? Oh, I remember predictions? this now. Oh, my God. My predictions. I Everybody forgot. Right. Fake right. right. Okay. Right now. Well, here's, here's, here. I will summarize the book for you. Okay. Are you ready? Before John <laughs> um, does this, can we re- tell anybody who may possibly be new? Oh, if they'll not, know. Well, new since 2007. You're not listening to John before 2007. John made a lot of predictions, all of which ended up being true. Oh, that about, is right. About, about the seventh book. So listen to him. Yeah, but listen, but if you're like afraid of spoilers, you might want to fast forward a little bit because oh my God. I'm known to be scarily accurate. So anyway, this this <laughs> the, be accurate about something we know nothing I about. Know, I know. <laughs> it's a complete shot in the dark. It's awesome. You know, I wish I could remember the majority of my predictions, but I do remember predicting that the main uh, protagonist of this book will be female, and yes. uh, I predicted her to be in her early twenties, and and that you know, uh, early figuring out who I am, like what my life will be, early adulthood, formative, early twenties, and uh, because I feel like Joe has talked, she's written about teenagers plenty and for this to be an adult book but young enough to still have a broad wide appeal it's probably going to be 20s makes sense um i there was talk about her doing some kind of mystery kind of novel maybe even like a crime kind of novel i don't think that our protagonist will be any sort of detective or law enforcement or anything like You've that. You've read but stuff since we fake Pottercasted before. No, no, no. Because it's no, no, no. not what you said last time. Don't you it's remember that not. the author that lived near her who was all talking like, yeah, but oh, we I wouldn't be surprised. About that. There have been would some be new stories which we're going to talk about that have come out since, mister, and you didn't say no this way. last time. No way. Don't do that. So you <laughs> absorb knowledge from the ether and then I never absorb knowledge. This should be obvious to all. <laughs> <laughs> How could I forget? Come so, on, you've read this article, I know. I was like, I have it open in a tab to talk about. Which, oh, I don't know. I have I no idea what you're talking about. Shortly. So this this girl, something something will have happened to her. Uh, as as things, books always tend to start, something's going to happen to our, our main character. <gasps> and she, but she will have to figure it out, because what happened to her won't be immediately obvious. And it might even take her, like, half the book to figure out, like... The reasons you mean why the, some the of these things happen. The clues might build up over a period of time. <laughs> yes, and at it which probably, point they uh, will reach an apex, and then we'll and find out everything really swiftly. It will probably wow, unfold like a chapter at a time. Your powers um, of deduction are just bar none. Bar right, none. Well, here, here's another prediction: This will not be part of a series. This is going to be a one-off book. I agree with that. This will, this is not like it will not even appear to warrant a sequel. Oh, see, I always, I, for some reason, I'm thinking it's going to be like a three-part. I mean, they're so in vogue right now. I think this might be the start of a of a character that appears in other books. Yeah, but um, that this won't be a a continuing story anymore. Yeah, I feel like she has done the series thing, the saga thing. That's a great part of her life, but maybe she wants to not be married down to a whole other set of canon for a long stretch of time. Like, I feel like this is a one-off book for the sake of her wanting to make more one-off books. So you're thinking it would be kind of like a Nancy Drew versus like a Hunger Games? Like it's a character that could reoccur versus right. a character reoccurring in a, in a, in a streamlined well, story. Say, you know, Sherlock Holmes or Dark Storm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I say Dark Nancy Storm. Drew. That's, that's, I'm just making up more. I'm just saying more. Yeah. Cause it's fun. It's like, if you think about it, it's a gamble to do to tr- attempt to do another series because if it if it does well but doesn't do incredible, then she's still kind of obligated to continue with it. But if it it's just a one off thing, why would she be obligated to continue with it? Because there would be fans and there would be people that would clamor after her for it, and she would be committed enough yes, to want to continue always- it. No, but she That's would want to do it for herself too. Like if she if she sets out to make a series and it's even mildly successful, then she's going to want to finish the series even for her, herself alone. So okay, I don't understand what you're saying. Then. I don't understand how you're correlating success with what with her desires. They've never really matched. But I mean, before. if she if she put out Harry Potter Part One, Book One, and it was not successful, do you think she would have continued with seven more books? If I think she would have wanted to write the story, but I don't know if they went published. 
Well, if it was, you have to remember what success is in publishing. Like, if they were moderately successful, she would have continued to write, and then with almost almost without a question, they would have gotten up to the point where at least it was it was worthwhile to publish. Yeah, you know. And, and no, no question, whatever she puts out, she could put out like a book with 600 empty pages and it would sell more than most children's books and young adult books have sold this year. Maybe the first edition. <laughs> yeah. I mean, enough to trick a bunch of people. But like, <laughs> you know, obviously it's it's going to do well. She's she's so damn talented. Of course it's going to do well. But so like to to put out a book that will be part of a series is essentially committing to writing more books on these same characters and i don't know i can't see her ready to just fall in love with a whole other community of characters so soon to want to commit to another saga right away so that's why i feel like this is an idea that was probably in her head wanted to get out there but may not lend itself to a series i don't know i think she likes writing so much that i don't think she'd avoid writing right you know? Right. Well, I said to her that to her during the interview for the book, um, which, hey, the entire transcript of which is now on the enhanced e edition of Harry History Kindle, oh, uh, Kindle and iBooks and all that junk, um, which I'll do the more whole interview on soon. you did with Joe, like the whole entire transcript. Interview. It's a hundred page interview with J.K. Oh Rowling, which gosh. is never, it's the longest interview ever with J.K. Rowling. Isn't that so. the one where she talked about like? How she, it was almost going to be Harry and Hermione, and then at the very last yes, minute actually, it wasn't. Well, not that it was almost almost going to, but she did talk about the possibility of it being them for the first time ever. Yeah, I mean, oh. hell, she was going to kill Ron. So who the hell was Harry going to end up with? I actually didn't know that at the time, so we didn't even go there because I was specifically trying not to ask her canon questions because it was supposed to be about the phenomenon. God, for eight hours asking her canon questions, I'd die. You know, yeah. Wait, Harry, Ron was going to die. Yeah, she, no, yeah. not Ron, not Ron, Ron's father. Yeah, and then knew, there was a okay, moment yeah. where she almost right. killed Ron, just just like she had like a fleeting thought out of spite because everybody was so sure he wasn't going to die. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, but back to Joe. So she she what did she, say that again, John? What did we what were we talking about? Talking about the the possibility of this book being the first of a series of you know like a, like a, a new saga essentially, and I don't my, my opinion that she would. She would not delve into another no, saga right away. No, but what right were we away. saying right before then that I talking about a tangent. whether or not uh, this is going to be like a crime series or a mystery series? No, or I whatever. said something about how she likes writing so much that I don't think she'd avoid writing. Oh, right. I said thank you, Frankie. I said to her that that you know you you don't ever actually have to publish again. And she goes, she said, you know, I know. And and I was like, please publish again. <laughs> she said, "Oh my yeah. god, what a horrible thing to say to you." I said, y- "Yes, thank you." But she doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't. I mean, she doesn't have to go through putting it in the public eye at all. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but hell, I'm sure the whole experience for her has been like crack in some way. Like she's probably going through such crazy withdrawals from not putting out a book and not having all of that hollabaloo. Well, writers need need readers. Like that's why you do it. You know? yeah. And then she even said something to the degree of, at, it was after the book came out and she wrote, it was that little blurb she wrote for charity um, about the, the motorcycle and the marauders or whatever. And remember she said how like she felt like she was like cheating, even though she said she wasn't going to write anything, but it was good to get back to it. And that was like years ago. It was like mm-hmm. 2008. Yeah. I mean, and the fact of the matter is like she's still like one of the most talented like living authors for these genres that e- exist it's not like this is going to be like some kind of comeback like new kids on the block like trying to perform like alongside like popular bands now like that's a good point and i think a lot of people are treating it as like some sort of weird comeback it's like no like it's like an author that, it's like we're going to be worried about like comeback. you know stephanie meyer or like suzanne collins is gonna like write circles around her now that it's been years since she's put out a book like no she's still at the top of her game and yeah you know she's she could this 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 could be like obviously could be like the next huge big thing look no other author in the world not stephanie meyer no one could get away with saying i've written a book and have that be the only thing you say and have it be freaking worldwide huge news Five weeks later, we're talking about it on a podcast. You know, th- th- no, nobody, yeah. not Stephanie Meyer did that. We'd laugh. 
for well, all she her did success. do that. She came out with the host, and it was okay. But it was called but, the host. We had info about the host. She didn't say, "Hey guys, I've written a book, and that's it." That's true. Yeah, that is very true. Yeah, you know, yeah. nobody and, else. And gets that. writing, it's just it's not even like I don't know, like the whole concept of it being a game. It's I don't know. There's it is. It's more of a to sound pretentious. It's more of an art. You know, it's just yeah. there is no really. Rule well, I mean, to it, you know. It's it's basically been though since like 2007. Like the story that everybody is waiting to write. Like when will she, or will she, write a new book? Like it's, you know, the question's been out there forever. So for her to say yes, I've actually written a new book. Like of course that's going to be a huge ass story. Yeah. But no one's really yeah. waiting to hear like Stephanie Myers say something like, "Oh, actually, no. I wrote a new book." You're like, "Oh, good, good job." Great, great, great. <laughs> yay i mean even if it would probably be very successful because i mean i i read the twilight books like you know i i can say that i enjoyed them more than i enjoy watching these ridiculous movies but you know not 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 to crap all over i enjoy uh, them like good stephanie like good meyer beach books sure mm. I, I actually read them on, on the plane i think uh plane yeah, ride I, did and too. Then I, I haven't uh, read them but I, i've seen all the movies Okay, quickly about J.K. Rowling's book, but though, um, here's an article that I was going to mention before, John. Mm-hmm. Her new editor, and the way the way we know it's his new editor because his other authors tweeted about how great, happy they were, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Who knows if they really are? Because it's talk about taking taking your attention away for a star client. Um, is also Ian Rankin's editor is a lot of crime writing editor. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, uh, interesting. He's, he's got a big history in <clears throat> excuse so the, me, crime, crime and not crime, crime and mystery. Um, David Shelley is his name from Little Brown, and um, it's uh, it's it sounds it really does sound as though if she's picked this editor, and plus she's a huge Dorothy Sayers fan. Actually, when I when I arrived for the interview for Harry History, she came in from a walk and she was reading a Dorothy Sayers book. So you know hmm. she's. Dorothy, I don't know. I'm unfamiliar who that is. Google. <laughs> I can't. I, oh, I wasn't. I, I was just. Yeah. She's an author. Yeah. All right. I don't think everybody. I, that's all. I don't. I'm not. I say Google not not to put you down because I don't know enough about her. I, I haven't read her, even though everybody keeps recommending her to me. And I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going. You know. Um, yeah, but yeah. I know she's a big mystery uh, writer. She's supposedly the queen of the genre. Joe jo has called her the queen of the genre. So. Oh wow! Cool. So, so I mean, yeah. If I had to put money on it, this is a this is a mystery. And think of, I mean, Harry Potter were mystery and detective stories, right? Oh yeah, they totally were. But here, so here's here's the difference then, though. If it's crime, like like you would, you don't look at the Harry Potter books and say Voldemort's committing crimes as as quickly as you would say he was doing like acts of evil or whatever. So like to categorize something as crime is to imply that like, there's following like rule of law that people would be already familiar with. So. If yeah, someone's going to specialize in crime editing, then they no, would they be don't... good at like like watching a narrative and seeing if like it's following along with like how t- how crimes are solved, what detectives would do, what law enforcement would do. I would think if you're looking for that kind of continuity, then that would be a skill that someone who specializes the... in that would have. I think like any editor, they're looking for fidelity to characterization and satisfying turns and plot you know you know but then any editor could though, do that though like why go to the one that specializes in that genre he's not that he specializes it doesn't mean that he specializes but he's it's sort of been where his career has land. like every editor has a sort of book they sort kind of book they kind of edit but i don't it, i don't think I'm a crime editor i don't think i don't think that means that the editor is good at crime stuff it just means that he's had success with these types of books for whatever that means i don't think that necessarily means he knows stuff about law enforcement you know i think a, a big maybe a big benefit of that is noticing patterns and trends and if something is too similar to another book you know you can be like hey this reminds me a lot of this to kind of like you know what i mean like if there if she, if he can he can probably spot patterns a little easier maybe maybe mm. Um, He's I didn't even think of it. I didn't even think about it very much, but with the whole like Ministry of Magic stuff and like especially Book Five, like all the political stuff in it, like and how the law was. A lot of people were following; they were being obedient to the law, but the law was actually doing bad things. Like that was really interesting. I'm now mm-hmm. even more excited to read this book. 
Well, if anybody I mean, can tell a good whodunit, it's J.K. Rowling. Yeah, like mm. that's like one of the things that I've, I've loved about her books always is yeah like i guess the the fantasy is very imaginative and the characters and the places and everything but the the detail in that there's so much foreshadowing everywhere you know from the beginning of you know the same book to the end of that same book from you know how like we could we saw things happening in one through three that didn't really materialize till the last few books so like, book two yeah like she you know like i i would think you know that then that would be the argument for maybe she would do more than just one book i don't know but like that that sort of talent lends itself to mystery i would think because do you think mm-hmm. i mean she started to make comments in the last couple of years of potter that her readers were on to her that she had sort of trained us in her writing so that we were really good at picking up the clues. Do you think this presents a problem for her? Say she's now a mystery writer in creating stories that her readers are surprised by. I think it's more of a challenge than a problem. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of the tools that we had to solve some of the things in Potter, because we knew that she liked to borrow things from certain mythologies and stuff, gave us a bit of an advantage. But if she's not going to lean on anything like that this time around, which I, I I really don't see this book having anything to do with, you know, like any old mythologies and fairy tales and things that Potter had, then we're going to need see, a whole I different hope it has set. A, I hope it has a dash of whimsy. She can't not. It's J.K. Rowling. It's got to have it. It's going to be funny. It has to. She's so fu- I've never seen her write anything, not even a letter that wasn't partly funny. Right. That's I'm true. just saying it can't That's be funny. True. I'm just saying like it probably won't be fantasy. Well, when I said when I said whimsy, I meant like whimsical versus like silly. But mm. I guess that's. I mean, I could see it having. That's true. The humor will give it give it that kind of that texture. But I just love that kind of. That's just me though. I'm a sucker for anything. I with, see. Like, I see it magic, having mystical. elements that seem magical and whimsical, and then are explained in the end. Right. You know, I mean, maybe a, a similar level of fantasy to like maybe Game of Thrones, which has you know mentionings of s- sort of supernatural stuff, but like people aren't firing off magic spells to to well, get things. They have done. magic later in the series. Well, don't effing spoil me, at Game of Thrones, Frankie. But do you think I didn't it'll be? You okay. Do you think it'll be um, present day? Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely, do too. I definitely think we're looking at present day. Even Potter but was present Potter day. Potter was present day. Yeah, yeah I'm present, just, you know, you know, but, but you know, if you're a mystery writer, there's a great allure to that noir period. There's a great allure mm. to other I think, times. I think one of the reasons that made Harry Potter so approachable to me as the reader that I was at the time, and in all honestly, I'm not very far from at this point, is the fact that it was rooted in the present because it would have been one additional hurdle for me i think to have gotten engaged with everything if it was taking place in an earlier time that i had to wrap my head around as well but i think putting it in present time makes it a lot more relatable but you like you like um game of thrones fine yeah but i'm also watching that unfold on television oh okay good point so like it's i think it's part of the reason i have i've had a hard time reading the lord of the rings books and, mm-hmm. you know, call me what you will. I'm not, like, maybe the most intelligent of book readers or whatever, but I don't think the majority of her audience was either. They were enjoying a really good book rather than being super, like... Critical, yeah. Lit heads or whatever. Lit heads, so, what, like me and Rosie? Right, yeah. You and effing Rosie, who probably, like, <laughs> memorized Shakespeare's <laughs> collected works. Rosie. Effing Rosie. She has memorized quite a bit of Shakespeare. <laughs> so she's, she's brilliant, so... Yeah, I don't doubt is. it. So Rosie, who is the editorial director of LeakyNews.com. It's a Rosie plug. Check out, check out her Tumblr or whatever she does. All her stuff. All Rosie's her stuff. awesome. And she's British. She's British. Other questions. Uh, do you think there'll be midnight parties? Do, will there be midnight parties? I don't know. There'll, there'll don't be know the either. strong desire to have midnight parties. I'll say this. I will be surprised if there are midnight parties. Well, here's the thing. A midnight party can now exist of anybody you want in a house with their iPad. This is true. Yeah, what do you think the they're going to release though. like the ebook on midnight too? Like, I, d- I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Take away all the fun. Don't do that. 
they are going to have ebooks. I mean, this is the first time one of, I mean, outside of Pottermore, this will be the, fir- the first time that one of her books is almost immediately available on ebook. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. Right? Yeah. yeah. But, but no, with the way have things are going now, they'd be stupid not to. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. say like that's honestly that that's not too much of a. It's like saying this is her first movie on Blu-ray. It's like, well, it it that's just, it's almost a it's a standard now. It'd be stupid if it wasn't on an ebook. That's true. And but that's does it come out the fa- same I think day? That's the, yeah, I think that's the one thing that could seriously affect sales for J.K. Rowling if she doesn't these days put it out on ebook right away. Oh, but like, what's the difference if it doesn't come out in the first few days? It's like not like it's competing against anything. For her, she doesn't care, but her publisher—I assure you, her publisher cares. Well, yeah. her. Do you think like her print publisher is the same as her electronic publisher? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's the IP that matters, not the. But I mean, it's not like well, it's not like an opening. <laughs> it's not like an opening weekend thing where it's like they're competing against other things being released in ebook that same no, night. No, the like only. I, the only reason, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know this for. This is my guess, be, just based on what I know of how things worked. I have no inside information on this, but I believe that the reason that J.K. Rowling lucked out with having the rights for her eBooks when she did is that eBook didn't exist when she first got her contract, and then by the time it did exist and it had to be worked into a contract, she was powerful enough for her agent to say, "No, no, no, we're holding yeah, those rights." Probably, you know that that's a trick that's never going to happen again. The only people who are going to hold on to eBook rights these days are people who are so big that they demand it. Yeah, you know. Okay, I'm confused. I didn't realize that you can own the rights to an eBook versus yeah. like an actual publisher. My, my contract for Harry History. Uh-huh. in first draft said you know we we have pub print rights and we have electronic rights like that's right in there these days you no mean you were powerful authors. enough to get your electronic rights reserved i was not powerful Melissa, enough to you should have brought Mushka in to, to negotiate for you seriously i, would, I, I wouldn't want to <laughs> okay okay take your ebook rights let's get this cat get, out of here get this cat <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I I wouldn't want to. There's there's no reason for me because they're doing all the work putting the book together. Why shouldn't they? Why shouldn't they put yeah. it on Amazon? Why no, shouldn't you they? Do, you know, and maybe that's not the most the smartest business sense. But my publisher made the book possible, so fine. You know, yeah, yeah. but I can totally like what a smart move of her agent way back when when it came time for ebook stuff to be introduced to go mm, 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 mm. <laughs> you know no. yeah but that's not gonna happen anymore it might happen with her i mean she's certainly powerful enough to not just give all that up at the beginning yeah or just or to say hey take the rights do do what you will with them but you know let's talk but, about rate that i get from this yeah. and how it's different from other people's <laughs> true <laughs> But I mean, yeah. I think the only reason I think that uh, the ebooks will not be the same night, same day as the real book is because if you're a diehard Joe fan and you also really like your ebook reader, you're not going to wait the week or the three days to get it on your ebook. You're going to go out and buy a book and you're probably going to want the ebook too. So then you'll go run out and buy that. So you're going to have bought it twice at that point and they're going to make but twice think, the money from you. I don't I know about that. I think a diehard person. On, on using that same logic is going to buy both anyway so why not get both that week when i don't it all know if you feeds buy both anyway because it all feeds in it all feeds into the not the new york times the new york times splits it out but all the bestseller lists you mm-hmm. know this is all the first week is really important you need as many sales as humanly possible in the first week to make the kind of splash you need to make yeah yeah I don't know. Like, I I consider myself a diehard fan, and you know, if I was sitting there with like my iPad or whatever or a book, like I don't know. I guess maybe I am so diehard that I would want the book too. But like, I could be, I like, you know, if they were going to release a new Hunger Games book, for example, because I really enjoyed that book uh, and uh, those books, and I would consider myself a big fan. But if they were coming out with the fourth one and there was a midnight party for the actual book, or I could sit in my room and download the ebook, I'll get the ebook. Like, I don't care. So, yeah, I'll get to, the to, that, too. to that level of fan. I could see that level of fan being content with their ebook. But if, like, if it was a matter of, like, I have to read this Hunger Games book, I can only get it on a print copy if for the next three four days or whatever then i'll go out and get the print copy and if it means so much to me i'll get the ebook copy later if i really want it i just like paper so yeah 
I don't have an e-reader. I don't know. We'll see. My my money is on it all doing what what traditional publishing is doing, and they're not being a bigger deal made about J.K. Rowling doing something differently. You know, yeah. it can yeah. also seem kind of snotty at this at this stage. To yeah, be I mean, like, oh, I'm J.K. Rowling, I'm doing it differently than everybody else. You well, know? They sh- she could just pull a Pottermore and say it's not done, and then we need to wait like a week. Nobody is Pottermore. going to believe that one. <laughs> no one's believing what's happening with Pottermore, but yet it's no, happening. But when, po- but when Potter was written, the e-books weren't created. You had to create e-books for Harry Potter yeah. because when Potter was written, that's not what you automatically did. These days in publishing, you that's what you do. The PDF, yeah. it gets published. You reformat the PDF and you have an e-book. You know, it's not the yeah. same thing anymore. Have they ever published a book that was the author's actual handwriting? Because that'd be so cool. Ooh, I would buy that. Okay, real quick, because Pottermore came up, do you guys... Well, we I don't have know a release date, could... right? I think. Is, there, is it just like, early I, April? I thought it was yeah. early April. Well, early April, and they're taking uh, the site down for a week, and then they're going to put it back online. The book, book two? I don't know book two, but they, all I saw was that it's going to be down for a week, and then it's going to come up again, and it's going to be open to the world. See, I was secretly hoping it wasn't going to open up and they would just publish everything, all the new little red quills, into a book. Because I just want all those red quills. I just want them all. <laughs> I have to cut them all. You can have them all. Copy paste. <laughs> no, but I want all the ones. I don't want to wait oh, that, like, every five, six months every time. Advocate the copy pasting about more. No, for your personal own, use. Your own for personal use, not for publication. Believe me, I have some stuff copy pasted in my phone just because I want to look up different wand types. Aww. I'm I know. a nerd. I know. <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're this wand? Oh, Elm. Hmm, I agree with your description. I'm Cedar. Thank you. So do you guys are you expecting anything uh, Anything from... I'm Melissa, you're disqualified, but you expecting I'm anything, Frankie, from this uh, new Pottermore release? I don't know. I mean, I want more. Like, if it's just the first book, I'm gonna I'm gonna sound like a jerk for all the people who haven't got on it yet. It's I I want to read more of the Red Quills. You know, right? Do you think there's gonna be more Red Quills? No, not if it's just the first book. Yeah, I mean, if me it's neither. if it's if it's Chamber of Secrets as well. Oh, if it's Chamber of Secrets, think, then hell yeah, I'm excited to check it out. Yeah, exactly. But if it's just the other one, like I did that, which is fun. Yeah. And I want my I want everybody who didn't get to do it to do it because it was a lot of fun. Right. Especially like the sorting and, and the wand picking. How many that's great. And then that I I just really liked all the red quill stuff, like <laughs> learning about the different histories and the different characters warned up. How many that was really people cool. do you think that have not had a chance to get into Pottermore are still out there that want to, that are going to be like, Yay, it's open in April? I think enough because I bumped into a few people that I asked, like, "Are oh, you get the problem? They're like, no, not yet. And they were bummed. And so I think as long as they're aware of it, they'll be psyched about it. Yeah. But I think a lot of people who have been in it, there's not much like I haven't heard much like replay value. How- like, I haven't been on it in probably six months. Right. Like how long has it been since um, they have sent out invites to people on the list? Well, there's no, there's no, I mean, was everybody that signed up for early ac- access, did they all get access? I guess so. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming so, because if you... So basically, anybody that wanted access at a point in time has had... No, you had to find the quill and all that. If they yeah, did you that, do, you, you got in. Oh. Tests and stuff. Okay, there are some people who said they wanted to, they just never made it, so... Oh, I understand. So, I mean, it's awesome, and I want more to come out. I just be, I'm being impatient, and I want... I want book two. I want more red quills. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep saying that. We had well, a, uh, a future podcast predict uh, the red quills. Like what? What she'll talk about from book two? That would be fun. Obviously, Horcruxes. Yeah, probably some um, Tom Riddle stuff. We learned a lot about Tom Riddle already, though. We know his whole childhood and everything. Yeah. So like, I'm <laughs> that was unconvinced, not- John. I bet. I bet he had like one failed relationship, like some girlfriend that just burned him like completely. Oh, that's a good point. Like um, Hogwarts, Tom Riddle. Like, more you're of not going to go through your entire life and not have at least one like failed tussle with relationship. Like even if you're Tom Riddle, I don't care. There's going to be some weirdo girl who's going to take interest in you, and like, I want to hear that story. Hmm. Because we learned so much. Like, do people know it's on the first one? What do you mean? Like the red quills? Yeah, it's not like, technically the, char- like the characters knowledge. that was. Oh, then I won't say anything. 
So because we learned we learned a lot of information about a real about a main character that we never knew, and it was awesome. Yeah, and, I'm, and I'd be I'd be love to I'd be curious to see if we get more. It seemed like it focused what on if, one character. What if, like, for the rest of these, like, six more Pottermore, like, seasons, like, it's just more info on that one character? I wouldn't mind at all. <laughs> like, we're just masters of this character by the end of it. Like, I would be so happy. Might as well be our grandmother. Are we done with Pottermore discussion for the moment? I think we've given yeah, the Potter, we can... uh, more people enough hell for one day. Okay. Yeah. So what what's next, guys? Are we anything more happening in Harry Potter? Are we gonna wrap up our favorite leaky com memories or anything? <laughs> I like oh that time God, at the it's ball. It's been like eight months since leaky con. I can't Friggin even. Ivana was playing so bass with like Harry and the Potters and all these things. LeakyCon.com. Go. You can look at check it out. LeakyCon. And- have you registered? I hope you have because the prices are about to double. So get registered. <laughs> Gonna double. <laughs> double. I like, I like how excited you are about that. The prices are about to double. double. Um, yeah, LeakyCon update, though. LeakyCon 2012, August 9th to 12th in, um, uh, where is it, guys? In Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> the Hilton Chicago. Chicago. Which I was so excited that they wanted us back because, you know, we almost broke the chandelier in 2008. Um, yes. We uh, announced a whole lot of star kids going. We announced a whole lot of special guests. We announced our almost, I mean, not almost our entire, but a lot of the lit track. Holly Black is coming, a lot of Lainey Taylor, a lot of yes. great authors are coming to the lit track. Um, there'll be some Harry lots, Potter stuff, too. There's some Harry Potter stuff. I said a lot, a lot, of, a lot of Harry Potter. It's, it's a Harry Potter conference. It's a you Harry know. Potter conference. Joking. Um, but we're doing, we're doing a lot of fun stuff. We'll, we'll actually have more information for you the next time we record this because we're going to see the hotel next week. So, Ooh. Um, is it the same hotel? Yeah, the same hotel. <laughs> the same so hotel. nice. So I hope this I can time, go. This time, we have all the space. So the room where the chandelier was, we also have. There's no gospel choir down there this time. Oh, that was so. the best part. <laughs> you say that with such contempt. Like like, not about gospel, gospel choir, about, about us having to not jump. Because there was a gospel choir. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. They were like, you can't jump at a Wizard Rock concert. Well, they were probably jumping at their concert, too. Like, you know, bring (laughs) But that's the one that had, like, the mean people directing us, right? No, it wasn't, actually. I mean, there was one mean person. The rest of it was fine. That was not the one with the mean people. That's a different one. We're not going to discuss it on the podcast. Oh, my bad. Phoenix Rising. No, I love Phoenix Rising. (laughs) So, um, podcast. No, LeakyCon. August. Uh, more more stuff for you next time. Will there be a podcast there? Of course. Okay. I don't know. Are we all, are, know. Are we all gonna be there? I didn't see a, receive an official invite I don't or know anything. If I can go so yet. Like, well, I you know, we never officially invite you because right, just, just take I it just for show, granted. I just show up and be like, <laughs> Where's my stuff? It, and then I get yelled at. That you're going, no, but <coughs> <coughs> Thanks, Doug. What do you mean the royal suite's not available? <laughs> Come on! Yeah, that's. I'm a BNF. Yeah, I'm at least deal. a tier two. But yes, there will be podcast. There will be Mugglecast. There'll um, be Mugglecast. Lots of oh, oh right, we had just announced our, like our entire Wizard Rock lineup. Lots of great stuff happening yeah. there. Um, is there going to be any um, rock that is not of the Harry Potter variety? Yes, we're giving one of our slots this year to totally unrelated. Uh, artist just because we think she's great also she's a woman so that's really nice because we like to stand by strong talented women um it's true it, it's not I know, there's, but a it was thing, just, there's a thing you say women, that, like, there's a thing in wizard rock that is, it was just so women. funny that like he's like we have there's women wizard rockers there is but there's not enough there's not okay. enough in like in like the group of the community that is constantly touring and being yeah. very public and you know what i mean Boys um, club. We like, like to support that just because we do. But that's not why. We chose this woman because she's amazing. Her name is Megan Tonjes. Oh, yeah. <coughs> she's the one who was on Ellen. She's a YouTube artist. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, she's also a DFTBA artist. All these YouTubes. YouTubes. But she's awesome. She also wrote a song about the Fall in Our Stars. She's she's a, she's a DFTBA artist. She's Ooh, a, are she's the Greens so going to be there? Of course, the Greens are going to be there. Hey. Uh, Hank is doing a full we set. We have the same birthday. This will be fun <laughs> to actually see uh, John Green after having read one of his books. Well, this is so interesting because John, the first Leaky Con, he had to go to Australia for a wedding. So mm-hmm. he only got to stay a day. But that he came a day at all is unbelievable. 
Um, <clears throat> the second leaky con, he got sick after after lit day and, and literally was in the hospital. I told him not to drink so darn much on the first oh, night. Like we have no. a whole weekend, oh, John. We have a whole weekend, um, John. Come so on. So we're hoping we're hoping against hope that the third time is the charm, especially since it's close to his home in Indiana. Mm. Uh, we're hoping against hope that he gets to be there the whole time this time. So the third time is a charm. I'm Frankie Franco the third. That's Ooh. true. So so you just insult <laughs> your father and grandfather. No, they're awesome. So imagine how awesome I am. <laughs> yes, indeed. That made kind of sense. Um, it made a lot of sense. I don't know, Frank. Your grandpa kind of sucks. <laughs> oh my gosh, John, <laughs> shut your face. <laughs> so, so yes, that's Thinking Con, and I'm losing my voice. So let's. You guys- if you haven't read The Hunger Games, then um, I'm not going to be all like shame on you or anything. But I will say you're you're missing out, and you're about to be bombarded with. That that fandom like ballooning absurd levels once this mm-hmm. film is out because it is getting incredible reviews. Yeah, yeah it's going to be getting really good reviews. the biggest film of the year, most likely, probably bigger than the last Twilight film. So, well, that was hard. To do. I hope so. You should they're they're saying like in the way that things are trending right now? Like, see, this know. is my worry with the Hunger Games. It's gonna. The first movie is gonna do great. Second movie is gonna do great. And people, in order to do the third movie justice, are gonna be expecting a certain thing. Mm-hmm. And movie terms, what mm-hmm. happens at the end of a trilogy in movie terms, and that's not going to be what happens. And I'm worried about the the, the massive disappointment no. in the third film that people are going to suffer when they think that this is a standard Hollywood trilogy. Now, um, she wrote the screenplay. I heard. She's I did not know co-writer. that. Is she co-writer? Oh, okay, okay. That makes me very excited and takes a lot of my frust- a lot of my trepidation or fear, whatever you want to call it, away. I'm like, wow, she had a hand in this translating to the, the screen because things are going to change. Like it has to because it's a book. Well, it's a movie, is, not a book. This is what's going. I mean, this is one of the things going to change. And I'm just talking about the trailer, Frankie. So I'm not spoiling you. But they're showing bits outside the arena, which I love. Which is so smart. It's the the, the way you, the way you wield the movie, which you don't have to be in Katniss's head. Actually, you can't be in Katniss's head. So exactly. So how do you show the things that Katniss shows in other ways? And that's how. Yeah, and it, you actually show you what actually she's thinking. It. Rather, it makes versus you know. I think it makes the whole their whole world just that much more real and shows the gravity of like the games and the effect that it has on all of the districts and all these people and like not- and just the apathy of the capital right. i can imagine i feel i think like it's like the super bowl to them i haven't heard anything specific but i i heard that one of Wait, the major what? changes oh don't, don't i won't tell you anything specific just i don't want to hear about major changes well plug your ears well then how do i know <laughs> the company? okay type when you're done i can't hear you guys type on the, right. in the window when you're done the only thing that i've heard that they have Change not so much change, but just enhanced mm-hmm. is that in the books it's pretty much very much Katniss's perspective, but apparently mm-hmm. that they focus on an additional character who is not Katniss, and through that person's perspective, we learn a lot more and we we can get a better sense snow, for, the, for the capital. I'm, I don't it's know if it's snow, snow or if it's, it's got to uh, be snow because they're talking about how good Donald Sutherland was, and he's not in the first book. Like, well, it's either never... him or I think it could be Cinna. No, I think it's Snow. You think it's Snow? I would right. like it if it was Cinna. I love Cinna, but are we talking about somebody you're going to focus more on? you got to have it, the heavyweight actor, and they wouldn't have cast Lenny That's Kravitz, Kravitz if he was going to be like, you know, a, a key acting turning stone. Right. Yeah. He's perfect. I love Lenny Kravitz in this role, mm-hmm. but... Yeah. You know. Okay, type, type for Frankie. Type for Frankie. And, and for all of you, you can come back now. If you... What left us? I can't find the Frankie chat window. Oh, yeah, we're fine, Frankie. Frankie. My imagination is vast and will take it out of context. Just that the capital killed the goat. I'm going to (laughs) shoot you in the face. Frankie, you're always so, so mild and sweet. Prim actually sneaks. I don't uh, actually mean that, but it does. For like, if that's what you, uh, I took three minutes to avoid you talking. You just told me it is very irritating. <laughs> Prim actually kills the goat and gives it to Katniss to take into the game, so she has something to eat. Don't listen to him. Don't come on. I know. You know better by now. So, uh, 
It's the principle. Um, just kidding. So what else did we talk about so much last time? Well, we talked about this like two hours. I think we were talking more about. Uh, were we giving predictions for the way they would do certain things in the book, or were we talking more about the reception this will undoubtedly have? I, I know, like, I was nervous about, and I don't think I, I sh- I'm not going to I'm not going to worry about this anymore. I think it was just a rumor. I heard a rumor that, like, somehow Gale and Katniss communicate when she's in the games, and that like really pissed me off. I was like, they better not. That what? Um, Say that again. That Gale and um, Katniss communicate while she's in the like, the games. There's no way. Well, they probably just I know. tweeted at each other. Shut They're up. allowed to tweet in the games, right? You know what? Though they actually like, as if the messages were were fielded or whatever, that they they, they should allow the 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 like emotional co- communication. It would only heighten the games, you know. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But. Uh, but that's it's a ter- it's ter- the whole thing is terrible. The whole thing is terrible. When people it get excited it. about this and like, don't you remember what you were watching? <laughs> don't you remember? Do you, do you think that they're going to amplify the love triangle with Katniss and Peeta and, and Gail beyond them that was even in the in the books? See, I, I, I hesitate to even call it a love triangle. It was just confusing for Katniss. Yeah, Katniss was, was not, basically just two timing. It's no, John, it's not a love her. triangle. I don't want. I don't. I don't ever want to want to distill it to that. It's not a love triangle. It's not Twilight. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like they're gonna be like, oh, Twilight. This was such a big thing for us. So let's do it here too. They haven't really been pushing on that. Actually, I mean, in some like like photo spreads, which who can blame them? All three of them are disgustingly beautiful. So who can <laughs> you know? How, who how can blame them for them that they happen to find attractive oh, people lucky. to be these birds? I know, oh, seriously. I know. It's wow. it's interesting how all main characters are so pretty. They're so right. gorgeous. Yes, they're gorgeous. So re- but I, so Gail, I believe, of of is gorgeous. Gail, yeah. I absolutely believe, is gorgeous. Peta, I thought, might be a little softer looking. But then mm. I went back and I looked, and it makes a lot of sense. He, he's throwing a lot of weights around. He's very bulky from the from the bread. Um, yeah. The bread. <laughs> from from heaving the bread and being the bacon. All those heavy bacon. carbs. <laughs> no, not from eating the bread. From I know, from the wheat, the, the sacks yeah. of flour. I know, I'm just flour. being <laughs> just being mean. Pita's uh, a gluten-free diet for Pita. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Uh, I mean, well, I, mean I, I found out here recently, this is sort of relevant, but the dude who plays Gale, his brother is the actor who plays Thor in the Thor huh. movies in like, the Avengers, Chris Hensworth. Oh, no way! Yeah, I was surprised to see that. He's actually also I going really to be... I really enjoy him. He's a fun actor. He's going to be in The Huntsman, too, coming out for the Snow White movie with Christian Stewart. Ooh, that's going to be fun. So, pretty cool family to have, like, two Hollywood leading actors, brothers. It runs in the family. Yeah. That kind of stuff is in the blood. Probably. Well, I mean, it, it is, like... Artistic talents are genetic. <laughs> the Gale actor is, like, in my opinion, way more attractive than Peta. He's supposed to be. Is he? He's the hot guy who kills game for fun. Not for fun. <laughs> for for necessity. For but necessity. But he goes he out in the woods the and brings back raw meat. One? Of course he's better looking. Aww. I need to see these guys. What are their names? Liam Hensworth and oh, there, Josh I Hutcherson. got the cast one. Hutchinson, isn't that? But Hutchinson uh, is cute. He's the listen in the whole the, when the whole when the books hadn't been written. So I'm not spoiling anything. But when the books hadn't been finished, I had this conversation with Cheryl, and I actually think I talked about it with you guys on podcast. That when in the in the question of Peter or Gail, Cheryl went simple. Gail brings her protein, brings her what she what what you know brings her <laughs> meat. <laughs> Nice. And Gail and Peter brings her carbs. You always go with the guy who brings you carbs. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say cake, but yeah, that's funny. Well, carbs, cake, cookie, sweetness. You know. Yeah, yeah I thought that was funny. an excellent analysis okay. of the situation. I'm just being. You know, I always thought but... that she was. She, she she's also been nominated for an Academy Award yeah. already. Like, well, geez. I mean, I watched um, uh, X Men First Class again recently at my parents' house, and. I was just reassured again how I really like her as Katniss because she played a really interesting 
role in that movie. She went from like a good guy to a bad guy, and you didn't hate her. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't seen she that. Pl- uh, well, That's she's a plays good Mystique. Movie. You should see that. It's really good. It's really worth watching, Melissa. Okay. And she plays <laughs> Mystique, so it's not a surprise. You know that she's going to end up as the bad guy because she's the bad guy in the other movies before after it. Oh, these pictures are quite photoshopped. These ones that we're looking at right now. She's ridiculously pretty. Yeah, she she's pretty. I noticed that before. She's very pretty. Gosh, it's going to be so nice to have like a, a like a, a, a film series to follow where like the lead actress is actually pretty. <laughs> Shocking, right? Right. Yeah, okay. Give yeah. Me a break. I Whatever. <laughs> you know what? I actually know what I love about Jennifer Lawrence is that she looks like a healthy woman. Yeah. She looks like a person yeah, yep. and not a stick figure. I like she that. looks like she doesn't have like an eating disorder. Yeah. 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 When the funny thing is, as Katniss, she would look like she had an eating disorder. Yeah, you know that, what? Come on. You know, like, no, but not eating disorder. That is Katniss. 100% I'm true. Really angry. I know. Because I, so I thought about that before. This is the effing Hunger Games. None of these kids have any food, hardly ever. But they're also, but they in don't District look it. 12, they're also really strong. And Katniss is a huntress. So, you know, they eat better yeah. than most of the people in their district because she always goes and catches the food. Right. Yeah. Well played, Anneli. Thank you. I mean, you want to look at Hunger Games, look at Christian Stewart when she's about ready to have Renesmee and Breaking oh Bumper 1. It was that awful. was frightening. She was Ugh. just a skeleton. It was My disgusting. God. Have you seen that movie, Frankie? Yeah. It was CGI work. Oh, man, God. that was uncomfortable. But I heard she had to lose a lot of weight, too. Like, it wasn't all CG. Like, yeah, but she couldn't have skinny. been like that and been alive. No, that was... Oh, At the same God. time. Um, I'm really... Ex- I, I remember thinking... That Ellen would have made a really good Effie, but I really like um, Ellen. Yeah. No. Yes. Ellen did like no. Yes. Oh, I've been hilarious. No. Yes, hilarious. No, she would have been she like the girliest, no, like she of been... girly girls. Ellen cleans up good. She's pretty. Oh, she is a pretty woman. Don't get me wrong, but she's not the first she's person no. I would think of. No, it's. Be- I think. I think I, I go there because. Effie does some really, if you pardon the pun, effed up things. Oh, um, no. She does some really messed up things, but you still like her because she has this like... She's like a child. It, yeah, innocence to her, or naivete, naivety is probably a better word, um, to her that you don't hate her, even though she's doing some ridiculously th- ridiculous things. And I think Ellen, she just has this je ne sais quoi, this charm to her that she could like, like she could bring that into her role, into the role. Mm. I don't know. I mean, like I, Elizabeth Shoes one doing it. Yes, I'm horrible with names. No, no, Elizabeth. Uh, Banks. B for the B Banks. Banks. Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Shoes. No, she's older now. Not Elizabeth Shoes. Um, but Elizabeth Banks, like perfect. Like I don't doubt it at all. She's going to be great because she's beautiful and she just she has a quirk to her that's going to be great. Um, the only actor I don't I'm unsure of is Hamish. Oh no! When I I'm Lenny Kravitz, Cinna. I, he's either going to do a great job or great. he looks the part. It's like, I, I, and I'm ashamed to the say, swath. like, I never even imagined Cinna to be like a black man, but I love it. It's, I it's thought he was great. written as a black man. They doesn't no. say anything about what he is. He just wears black a lot. Oh. No, he doesn't. It doesn't barely says anything about what he wears. All it says is that he's got he's very simple clothing and a little bit of gold eyeliner. That's it. It says he wears all black. Does it say he wears all black? Yeah, no. it's just it didn't all say black. like on his skin. No. John. <laughs> John. What? But I saw Lenny Kravitz. This was like probably six years ago on an episode of Entourage, and it was awkward. So I hope over Aww. the last six years he's learned to act. Well, I, because Senna plays a very subtle role. And no, so he that's, doesn't. Senna? Senna is not subtle in the slightest. He's not subtle with, the works he, of Senna are not subtle, but Senna as a person... Well, and his, his, his manner of speaking, his character no, is quiet. Cinna, yeah, I mean, Cinna's not subtle. Like he is, like he slaps them in the face. Right. You know, like but he he knows how to play the game. Yeah, he well, slaps them without them hearing well it. You know what I mean? In terms of his own success, but he does, he does, he does eventually play the game. You know what I mean? Like he he plays the long game to his own destruction. Exactly, but I mean, like he he was waiting. For, like he saw the fact that okay, this girl. Can I can give her tools like she can use tools that I have. And so she but he was able like if he was blatantly against the capital, he would never have gone to the position that he's in. 
but he was not pro capital at all, but he was like pretty high profile. Like he was one of designers right. for the games. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I meant. Like that type of subtlety, that kind of nuance. And I He's- hope, and I want it to work. Because I think it he look, visually it looks. I'm just saying. It's that's not my that major he's concern. subtle; it's that he's smooth, and he's confident, and he's quiet, and he doesn't say more than he needs to say, and he's not flamboyant. He just does what he has to do, says the only things that it matters to say, and steps away. You know. I think that's what I mean by subtle. I yeah. don't know how else you would say subtle. Subtle doesn't mean su- subtle. Subtle. I don't know that you can say subtle about a person character i don't don't know i I just can't i in my head i can't translate that word to a person's characteristics Mm. subtle is like if something is not uh obvious i don't know let's just call rosie real quick and ask her what subtle means sure (laughs) anyway i think we're saying the same things with different words so i agree with you um i think hamage i think woody allen or woody not woody allen oh my gosh uh-huh. Woody Harrelson. Woody, Woody Harrelson. Harrelson. Can you imagine Woody Allen is Oh my gosh. That might even be good. I don't know. I don't know. Katniss. 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 I don't know. No. Woody Harrelson is going to do. I think I think he was a really intelligent decision. Like, I heard him. I was like, hmm, he'll do a great job. It was the same kind of. Yeah. Yeah. He's he'll also. Do, because he's, he's actually struggled with, like, substance abuse yeah. and stuff like that. So he'll be able to kind of bring like a credibility yeah. to that. He also historically his, 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 and not his, he's historically played people from that area. Cause the district 12 is supposed to be somewhere around the Appalachian mountains. And all his mm. characters have been sort of like the kind of yokely with the, with that, with the country accent, you know? Oh, I see. And that yeah, makes, yeah. that makes, it ma- it makes a lot of sense. I'm really excited to see Caesar Flickerman. Stanley Who's Tucci, that? what great casting. Oh, he's amazing. Right? What yeah. perfect, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... Oh, it's going to be so sad with the Rue. They better not pull the punches, though. That should be sad. And I want well, it to be sad, but I don't want it to be sad. Can we talk about the part where in the UK they actually took out, like, what was it, seven or nine seconds of the film in order to get it down to, like, a PG-12 or whatever it was because it was... It was rating too violent, and they had to. This remove. is the kind of stuff I don't want to hear. What are you talking about? That's nothing. That's being, not specific to jerk. anything. Well, I just know it's anyway. I'm sorry. Did you I think it wasn't jerk. going to be violent? Like I know it's going to be violent, but the fact that like, I'm hoping it is violent. Oh. And so the fact that I now that I know that I know it is violent, so I guess it's good. Doodles, but at the same time, now I'm going to expect violent. violence. It's not going to come out. I know. That it was I Nerf want it guns. to be violent. Like, uh, I'm really that, I'm with you on that. I think that they the one thing that will upset me about this movie is if they pull punches because oh yeah they can't gosh, pull punches this because is what then this it's is about <laughs> how it'll do be you? like Lovely Bones like right. Lovely Bones was a horrible movie and it was like to t- tackle such a sensitive topic so like s- stupidly was an insult to what like what the book was about like I haven't read the book but people tell me the book was wonderful the the movie was hard to watch and awkward and frustrating and so i just it needs to be violent if not they don't need to, if there's no point in making the movie because it is about a horrible horrible travesty and if you don't show that it's just kind of like hey the government's doing this great horrible thing but it's okay but it's a Whatever. show have you got your seats to the hunger games like that yeah that drives me yeah. out of my mind do, do you, you have think, your seats do you think that this movie to be blown up and to be in huge mainstream pop culture everybody knows about it talks about it and all this do you think it has any potential to influence anything beyond the entertainment realm, whereas it might have any, like, enter in people's thought processes when they consider, like, the upcoming election in the United States and any other political or any anything beyond just its written word when you think about I mean, the themes and the ideas I think that it's it has talking some, about? I think it definitely has some potential. Like, Harry Potter wasn't overtly as political as this and it like you know it inspired people to be kind of like stand up for themselves and help others that are unfortunate and, yeah and this one i mean i don't think it it can't hurt that at all so i think things i think our our, our art and culture just affect us like in, in a very kind of subtle there frankie in a very kind of subtle way they just, i understand what they just, means. <laughs> they just enter no i'm not saying that you don't i'm just saying look i use the word that i'm just oh, saying okay. they just like enter our consciousness and and sit there and inform who we are as people, all the things we read and absorb and imagine 
you know, that's how we imagine a different world and it just enters your brain and maybe it will affect in a way that you won't ever know that you won't ever recognize a decision mm-hmm. you make in the future or who you support or something somebody says reminds you of this horrible thing. So you, you stay away, you know? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And even people who already cared about these things beforehand, it gives them, it gives common ground. You know, it gives them a soapbox to stand on that makes it relatable to people who were just more like kind of intuitively reacting to something or like, like just kind of like, oh, I don't agree with this. But now it's kind of like, oh, it kind of gives them something to pick up and point to and and use to like create analogies and illustrations, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I think I think it, it can only help. I don't think it can hurt. Yeah, I can't wait to see them on fire. <gasps> I know. Right. Uh, I have such a cool Can't visual in my head. I hope it's better. Wait to see it. Because I imagined like the training grounds, like very, very simple. Like I imagined mm-hmm. like, like just kind of like a room with like, you know, stuff in it and paths and stuff. Yeah, and then I, I saw that trailer <laughs> and I was like, I guess it's true. It's like in the future right. and the capital is like right. ridiculously right. like overdone. It's like if Apple was on steroids and had a baby with like the French bourgeoisies. Yeah. So like I'd imagine. <laughs> what? It's not so sterile. Like, you know, like no, Apple's no, no. point it is make- do, do makes perfect sense, but is, that was the best. I think that was the best analogy you've ever <laughs> just gone with. Apple was on steroids and had a baby with a French bourgeoisie. What? <laughs> okay. That's the capital. Sure, I'll go with you on that. But yes, you're right. I'm wow. excited to see yeah. the capital too. Like, yeah. even though like we didn't really hear much about it in the books, like, you know, to whatever that they, they show us, even from the trailer when we saw like little shots of like the overhead look of like the game makers room when they're trying to like look at like all the controls and everything like all of the technology because like that's part of the books that i thought was so fascinating is that you know the the modern day panem that we're looking at exists far into the future of what we know present day life to be now so while things did get affected by disasters and things like that they, they don't even really have like at least people like like Katniss don't know hardly anything about what we know modern day United States to be. Well, even like, when she's riding in the train, she gets the food. Like she didn't even know what hot chocolate was. Right, but like what well, well, my my curiosity is like, has technology continued to advance in that time, or have they had to basically start over, or is the technology kind of the same? Because, you know, obviously we know about, you know, from Mockingjay, the sort of technology some of the districts have, but, like, how much has it evolved in all of that time? And I feel like we might get a glimpse of that when we look at the kind of methods that the capital has and the game makers have to control the uh, the arena. Yeah, I think the technology is definitely advanced, and that's in the books, like, with the with like genetic engineering and then like them dyeing their skin different colors. Oh, like being able think- to cure the like fix when people get like scars and like cuts and stuff. The, oh, the yeah. medical like, yeah, technology is super interesting. It's pretty, I just think it's all hor- like it's hoarded into the capital. Like it's just all to serve them and their needs and their, and their not needs wants, you know, just their whims. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's going to be super cool. You guys it's gonna, are you going to do the midnight Show Frankie? No, I can't. I have to work in the morning, so I'm gonna go see it um, on Friday night with some people from work. I'm gonna see it Friday with lots of leaky people in Chicago. Hey, so fun! I can't even stand it. Oh, it's not fair. Sorry. Well, it's a business trip, but it's. Um, I know. I'm, I'm just being. I'm gonna go see the hotel and meet with the people and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm just being selfish because I want to do that too. Uh, and you're probably about to see that new Batman show, huh? Yes, we are all going to see Batman next Saturday, so Ugh. very excited about that. We I did. We we, we knew go. we had to go to Chicago, and I had heard tell that this was coming, and so I emailed Brian and said, "Just just tell me what weekend to, we should pick." And he said, "The one of these two weekends." I said, "Thank you very much." <laughs> and so that's how we planned the trip. That's awesome. Yeah. I was going to start talking about the Avatar, but I realized that was a totally different tangent, so I stopped myself. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, you guys, it's been about an hour plus of Pottercasting. Look at us. This is fun. So you need to talk about other things. It's kind of all over the place, and I hope it has been easy enough to follow for you all. Um, 
but yeah we would yeah and if you guys have ideas for like structure that you think would be better like because it's easy for us is to talk because we like talking yeah but if you have an idea of like oh this would be better if blah 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 yeah or, like, bring it on we're, we we've yeah, we're time. open to all this stuff because we need this podcast if it's gonna stay around needs to evolve a little bit yeah we agree. Yeah, and we could we could be we loose agree, like I'd this. Say, or I you thought could, I wasn't like... going to agree with Frankie. I agree with you, Frankie. <laughs> we we, we are in agreement. We agree. It has so we so Melissa we and John all. are now a hive mind. So say we all. Right. <laughs> so so say we so all. we could keep I'll it loose like this, or we can try and structure it a little more and try and make sure that we hit like a certain number of stories or a certain amount of fandoms or whatever but uh it'll, it'll take some feedback from you guys here um staff at podcast.com yes yeah, so you can write us emails you could tweet at podcast you could facebook us on slash podcast you could that's probably the only way that I'll be checking. To talk about i think facebook Avatar is a good way to have a conversation Avatar. actually yeah we should go to face fb.com slash podcast and then we'll, we'll have discussions there that's easier yeah yeah that's true because it's all it's set up it's in you know part of the, yeah. the makeup yeah gang well I've had fun like talking about all this stuff and it'll be fun next time we take we'll have uh, seen the Hunger Games and I don't know if it'll be a complete Hunger Games show because it'll never just be a one show about one thing but uh, we'll definitely talk about our reactions and no doubt the majority of you will have seen the Hunger Games at that point too I'm so excited like yeah, I can hardly stand it all right. Good Maybe we game. Should wrap this up. We're going to wrap this thing up. My, my, my recording is here. Let's hope that it stays there well, when I press the button. don't jinx it. I know. It's going to scare it away, Melissa. It's going to scare it away. All right. We'll see you guys next time for another fun podcast. Yay. Oh, I'll see you later. Keep, keep twiddling those dollars. Oh, that's right. Until, right. And then, until next time. Wait, we did that part. Uh, the password <laughs> will be uh, prim. Oh. Well, keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good night. Good night, guys. We've missed it. Papa, you free. I confess myself disappointed. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when one's having fun. <laughs> Au revoir. What was the name of the Farewell. goat? Did the goat have a name? Um, a lady. That's right. It was Lady. 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 Who's lady? The oh, the goat. The cat the goat. nuked it. What's the cat's name again? Buttercup. 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 I love Buttercup. I love Buttercup. They have like, so this much. mutual understanding buttercup. of dislike. I just, I just, I just re- reread the whole series, and when I got to the Buttercup part, I lost it like a mess. Too funny. <laughs> a mess. Wait, is she Muchka. in the second book? She's in the third book. She's in the second book too. No, she's not. But I don't remember her in the second. She's in all one. the books. She's in all the books because she's Prim's cat. Doesn't Buttercup yeah, but assassinate President Snow? Yes, yes, Buttercup yep. does assassinate President Snow. Thanks for the spoiler, John. Ah, oh, such a spoiler. All right, I'm gonna.